This is a detail podcast. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Wake up, Link. You've fallen asleep again. It's been over four years since your last adventure, and we need your help. Open your Sheikah slate and hold the left trigger. This is a podcast. It will distract and delight you on your long journey. But first, you must locate the ancient headphones. You must also find the Minish Hop, Majora's Malts, and the Phantom Pint Glass in order to create the Brew of the Wild, a Hazy Hillian IPA. Link, you are the brewer. Our brewer. That must bring beer to Hyrule once again. Now go. Hello and welcome to Drink In, Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I am your host, Dustin, the hop hero of my office, and alongside me is... Uh, this is Saf, the hero of beer, and with me is... Keith, who is something heroic, and to me is... Pale, and today's episode is featuring 18th Street, Rise of the Angels, and the Church Brew Works, Pious Monk Dunkel, and we are talking about The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. But before we get to that, what have you been drinking or playing lately? Lately. We all know that answer. <laughs> We've all been playing the same thing, right? Yep. Breath yep, of the Wild. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I guess we'll just talk about that, we'll, like our current status in that game, and then we'll get to the beer. Uh, I uh, started over, I beat the game originally in normal mode. Now I got, I did all the DLC and now I'm in master mode. I started over and just a few hours ago, I beat the final uh, divine beast or whatever they're called. So now I just got to go fight Ganon again. I played it for the first time. So no extra special boss modes. (laughs) Uh, but I did beat it. I, I had a spreadsheet where I kept track of things. Uh, but I basically main story quest line. I got all the captured memories and I destroyed Ganon. So now I'm just kind of putzing around and getting the side quests done. I also have beat it a while ago. So I'm on master mode like Saf and I just got. One beast, divine beast done. I've been going around collecting stuff and building up my arsenal since master mode's a lot more difficult with difficult monsters. Mm-hmm. Lose your stuff quick. And I'm with uh, Dustin. This is my f- first time playing through it. So I did beat the main story last night, defeated Ganon. I have about 40 shrines still to go. So uh, it really killed me not traveling the right way in the beginning of the game i did a lot of wandering around and like going like i didn't get a horse until probably like 20 hours into the game so uh, that hurt I, I have i have zero horses in my stable dang jeez. so but uh yeah so now i'm looking forward to it's cool that it took like when the game is over it took you back to the last autosave which is like right before you get 
and mm-hmm. to, to fight Ganon so I can back out of, and I can just go back and start side quest. Finishing everything. Yeah, yeah, finishing everything else up and go whoop the fuck out of that Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> Lionels. Uh, so the beer that we're going to start off with is the beer that Saf and I have, which is the uh, 18th Street Rise of Angels. And I picked this one because I like 18th Street. And so I got it and I gave it to uh, to Saf. And I think he picked it because of all the uh, stalk moblins or yeah. the, the stalk oblins or yes. what they're called. <laughs> uh, the stalk Yeah. Skeleton guys, they're rising out of the ground to attack you at night. Yeah, and it inopportune moments. Yes, <laughs> always. Yes, I've never seen them playing a trombone or a trumpet, but it'd be pretty cool to see. <laughs> yeah, that w- that would be nice. That would be nice. All right, so seven point seven percent ABV. There was no IBUs listed on the website or on Untapped or on the can. So if we remember, we can play our game. Estimate them for you. Yep. Um, helping to resurrect your palate from the doldrums, Rise of the Angels bursts onto your tongue with a burst of grapefruit, pale, zest, mm-hmm. that is quickly followed by a parade of floral and citrus hops. And I thought they had a little bit more of a description. Nope, that's exactly the same description on the website. Just a little bit of a, a more in-depth. You have a double India pale ale with grapefruit zest. Uh, the hops used were Warrior, Amarillo, and Falconer's Flight. Mm. Falconer's Flight. What? Like when you go to the Rio area. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You have a little, yeah, a little Falcon. Like the Flight Academy or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, Loki, whenever he's like, now is my time. I was like, is that Falco? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's Falco. <laughs> Cross, crossover. Yeah. Interesting. We have alluded to the can. It's got a bunch of skeletons kind of marching, playing trumpets or some other brass instrument. It's got like a bright pink, kind of shiny, well, background's not shiny, but the trumpets are shiny, and the Rise of the Angels that is being blasted out of the instrument is pretty shiny. And it also looks like there's green flame-looking things coming out of the skeleton's heads or something, like in the background there. Yeah, it's almost like the uh, the green flame that sparks when the soul crosses back from the dead to the living. Ooh. That's a Pirates of the Caribbean reference. Nice. Mm. I'll say luminous ch- stones. <laughs> yeah. The souls of the dead. A grassy field that's behind them. Yeah. It could be it. They or it's spin. the breath of the wild back there. I was thinking grassy fields so they can spin their sickle and pick up the crickets out of the grass. <laughs> and, and the rupees as they drop. Uh, the beer is a uh, kind of a golden color. Kind of yeah. a almost a Triforce gold. Ooh. I have some floaties in mine. There's probably is. I can't see much in my room at the moment. Yeah, there's... Uh, yeah, little like almost specks of something floating in here. Hop floaties. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, unfiltered hop floaties. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So the color I think is closer to Star Fox. Like yeah. six. That's what I was gonna say as well. Yeah. 
Fancy Fal- that. I just mentioned Falco. Falco's friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what number six is called now. Falco's friend. Falco's friend. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't have the Triforces, one of the yellows. On yeah. We don't really have any Link ones on here. Well, we, got- we do have Link itself. <laughs> and his horse. Epona. I think the yeah. Triforce kind of changes color from game to game, so it's like, That's true. Okay, which game do I want to pick it from? <laughs> Good point. Uh, the smell? I'm not getting much. Yeah, I need to shake it more, but I don't have enough room to shake it. Yeah, I mistakenly poured the rest of it out. <laughs> I should have just kept it in the can. If I smell a can, I just smell hops. I don't really... It's not citrusy. There's not a whole lot of... Um, there's not much to it. Yeah, I just get like hints of hops. Not... Yeah. It's not anything too crazy. For sure. I wish I could like smell the grapefruit because then I'll know like what I'm getting myself into. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is a very faint aroma. They promised florals and they promised citrus. I mean, so you'd kind of have to go with like poison ivy and like the annoying orange. But from the just the aroma itself, I can't, I couldn't tell you what was no. in there. Uh, this can is, I don't know, six months old at least. So. Yeah, for sure. I don't that, see that, any printing on it, so I can't tell right. you. Like, Just take that into consideration with our scores. This is not a fresh, recently purchased can. Yeah, let me... I'm going to, while we do other things, I'm going to look to see when my original check-in was. That'll help. Um, I'm just going to go to the taste, because I've been sipping on it. I don't get a lot mm-hmm. of grapefruit, not as much as I was hoping for. Right. There is some kind of citrus in here. Yeah. It's pretty hoppy. It's got like a... It's more of a grapefruit rind than like the actual juice from the fruit. Yeah. That's like true. That kind of bitter rind flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not noticing any like residual like hop flavors, especially since I did notice floaties probably from bottom of can in here. Yeah. Uh, it seems pretty clean, but yeah, the, the taste... It does say grapefruit zest, so the zest would be the outside, because you like grate the outside to get the zest of fruit. Yeah, that's for sure. And that, in that sense, that bitterness part of it, yeah, absolutely, I can tell. But it's the rest of it that I'm kind of not sure. I wish I knew what Falconer's Flight tasted like. Yeah, it sounds familiar. I've we've probably had it before, but it's not like a common one that I'm like, oh, yep, that there's that again. Mm-hmm. Very sparsely used. Yeah. Uh, I bought it in January. I had first checked it in in February 1st of 2020. So it's about a year and a half. Poof. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a pre-COVID beer. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was pre-COVID. Um, that timeline doesn't really make sense, but I'll just go with it since that's my only thing I have. Yeah, I haven't had it that long. No, you have, uh, yeah, no. You may have. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, alcohol, not really noticeable at all. Uh, I feel a little bit of like a, a tingle type of burn, but <laughs> nothing too tingle. like extreme. Yeah, tingle. <laughs> <laughs> Tingles Island. Yep. Throwing in all of the references <laughs> I can. Yes. Um,. I guess I do notice somewhat of like a florally taste. I'm noticing like a weird aftertaste, like sweaty or something, kind of. Just a little bit off in the aftertaste. 
Yeah. I think I'd have to agree. But I'm just going to chalk that up to age. Yeah. Ignore it. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's that age component that we have to kind of deal with. It does have a pretty full body, though, for being an IPA. Mm hmm. Um, it's not like super full. I wouldn't say like, it's like super, like absolutely full, but it's a pretty decent mouthfeel. Um, and it usually, you know, things that are hopped up has like a burny taste to it. This doesn't really have one. So yeah, I think it finishes strong. There's that aftertaste that kind of lingers. I, I totally can tell what you're talking about. I'm just not sure about it. Do you guys have untapped? Yep. Yeah. Tell us about it. Sure. Well, we check ours in, I guess. Got a ton of friends that have tried this. Well, before we get to that, out of 18,000 check-ins, ratings, I should say, I believe, there is a 3.87. And that's a lot out of 18,000. Yeah. This beer, I guess, has been around quite some time. And as Pale said, he's got a few friends that checked it in. Who do you got? Um, Chris Bowen. Yep. Uh, gave it a four point two five. Said lots of deliciousness in a small glass. Uh, Wayne Horn gave it a four. I have Tyler Selsing. Not sure who he is, but I'm friends with him. Uh, he says so good. Cheers. He gave that one a four. Christian D gave it a four point two five. No comment. He checked it in twice. No, he didn't. That's Patrick. <laughs> Patrick Doherty. Last one down. Guess I'll need to watch for more of this awesome Deepa 4.25. And then he also said, amazing double. Nice grapefruit presence and smooth. Also gave it a 4.25. I got black. Black Yoda. Uh, This is a good beer canned. 927. The grapefruit zest plays well with the hop bitterness. The lacing is outstanding. But no rating. Nice. I have 13 check-ins, too, from friends. I have to sift through these to make sure. Uh, Dwight Simmons didn't write anything. I think he's a new new friend ad for me. Uh, 4.25. Chris Bowen, already read. Susan, uh, I've read hers before. She gave it a 4. Didn't write anything. She had it in 2019. Uh, Emily Gorman. uh, Yeah, Gorman is a new one for me. Uh, She gave it a 3. Tyler McCord gave it a 4. A delicious beverage while watching E3. Don't mind if I do. Um, did you guys re- get the indie craft brew, Mike Lawton? No. No. Okay. He checked it in a couple times uh, back in 2018. He said grapefruit blast. Got it pay less. And then he checked it in again for a four as well. Full of flavor. Great aftertaste. Uh, hashtag indie craft brew. Um, so hopefully the aftertaste is just uh, an age thing if he said it was good. Uh, Dustin Woods said super crushable, uh, awesome dark notes or dank notes with a huge juice profile. Well done. Gave it a four. Dwight Simmons again. He actually wrote something. This is so good. I believe in angels now. (laughs) (laughs) 4.25. Jesse Favor gave it a four. Nice, but more subtle grapefruit aroma balanced. Well, not a total juice bomb. Bill Krusinger. What's up, Bill? Uh, 4.25. Didn't write anything. Uh, uh, Doug Edgar, the great old Doug, gave it a a four and a half. He said, great, smooth, double. And that's it. Yeah, because the final check-ins are Patrick. There you go. I have so many check-ins on that one. Damn. I believe all my friends were covered by 
you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whew. I'm exhausted. That was a lot. I don't think we need to read what other people said. <laughs> I think we're right. Uh, we covered it. We're good covered all it there. aspects. Yeah, uh, honestly. Um, you guys said the overall everyone was a 3.87. Mm-hmm. My 13 friends check-in was a 4.02. Woo! Wow. Yeah, so my, my friends liked it a lot. Mine was 4.15 Sorry. for my friends. Yeah, nice. Sweet. So that's I think this beer was meant to be on this episode because the write-up started us off with helping to resurrect your palate from the doldrums. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, per- from the shrine of resurrection. Shrine up, perfect. Choice. Yes, <laughs> it's got all these stolfos on it. You gotta lose your memory yeah. though when you drink it. <laughs> if you drink too many of them, you might. <laughs> that's true. You'll fast travel, and who knows where you'll end up. I was hoping for a, uh, like two times did that blue beer a while back. Mm-hmm. It'll look like that drip that drips onto your slate whenever it's uh, updated. Actually, his uh, his fest is today, and he brought it back, so I could go out and get oh, some yeah. cans if I wanted to. <laughs> and it's on the ice cream machine too. Ooh! So I may go out and try that tomorrow. I saw. I mean, this is off topic, but that they the new beer they did for this year. Was two different beers yes. that he recommends mixing together. Yes, that's like, oh, that's cool. That looked really cool. But you had to be a VIP to get that. I'd have to spend yeah. seventy five bucks. I thought about messaging him and being like, "Can we come and get those beers and <laughs> yeah. talk about them on our show?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to shoot your shot. I know he probably would have. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over reading everybody's. Uh, I think we're good on that front. Yeah, I checked mine, bad boy, in. But you want to go first? Yeah, I'm going to keep mine. Uh, so apparently I didn't check this in again when I bought the cans because this check-in that I had was on draft, which means uh, I was there. Okay, good. Yeah, so this isn't a year and a half. That's a misconception, but it's still probably at least a year or just a COVID beer that I bought. It sounds right. But I got 3.75 on it. The flavor is good, uh, but I don't know. I just wasn't too in love with the juiciness uh when i think grapefruit i want the grapefruit taste but not like the bitter rind taste Mm -hmm. but other than that it's pretty solid uh it does have a weird taste to it uh it could just be canned i don't remember what it was at the place but i could definitely drink these i don't have any objections to drinking another one yeah i agreed i gave it a 3.75 and uh i mentioned in my comment that it was an older can and I would like to try a fresher can. So mm-hmm. that uh, I, and I'll update the score if I ever do, but uh, I, th- I do think it has a good upfront flavor, but there's that weird aftertaste that just kind of is throwing it off for me a little bit. Yeah. I still see it at the liquor store. So I can probably just grab one tomorrow so I can update my score. If I really <laughs> wanted to. Did we guess an IBUs? Um, well, with the age of this can, I'm not really sure. I was thinking more of like, um, like a 28, almost a 30. It wasn't that high. Yeah. I can roll in that territory. So what do we got? Um, let's just do 30. We'll do 30 rock. We always, it always <laughs> seems like we do 28 days later. Yeah. So <laughs> 30, 30 days of night, 30 rock. Now what? All right, the beer that Pale and I 
have is the Church Brewworks called Pious Monk Dunkel, coming in at 5.5% ABV and 20 IBUs. And on the geek scale is the Chess 20, the dartboard high score, number of legal starting moves in chess. Dartboard is laid out as 20 sectors, and a score is a group of 20. Sure. <laughs> There's, I don't know chess. Pick so. your choice. There's three options. Oh, there, there are three options. I screwed it all up. Three separate options. Okay. Well, I gave you all. <laughs> the, the description says, Gold medal winner of the Great American Beer Festival. It is a perfect example that dark beers are not always strong beers. The body is surprisingly mellow, and the alcohol content is a bit lower than most people might think. It has a wonderfully clean and roasty aroma. Hop bitterness levels are kept in line, but it has a noticeable hop flavor. And I got this beer. This is not an Indiana beer. This is from the Church Brewworks in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I went to go visit family for many years. I first checked this one in back in 2015. Um, this is the first time that I had it. And uh, when my family decided to move away, they said, is there any beer you want us to pick up as we move back to Fort Wayne? And I'm like, uh, pick me up whatever the church has. And unfortunately, <laughs> I never got a chance to go there because it was downtown Pittsburgh and nobody wanted to venture out. Um, but uh, it's it looks like an awesome place. The whole inside is a church, which is pretty cool. Hmm, nice. But uh, yeah, so this was one of my favorites that they had there. So they picked me up a couple six packs of this one. And I think it's so. Uh, go ahead. You're telling me that on this episode we have an in beer and an out beer. We do. We're going back to that <laughs> oh my God. drink and geek out. For Does that it. ever happen? <laughs> Not since like season two. <laughs> yeah, it's been three years. <laughs> and uh, I think it's a little obvious why we picked this one with the whole monks in the shrines that you have to go get their little soul. Souls? I don't, what do they give you? Courage, Spir courage, spirit orbs. Spirit orbs. There it is. Courage yeah. balls is what I was going to call it. Soul uh, balls. Soul balls. Um, so those monks who are like completely stationary, been there for like ten thousand years, I guess, sitting there waiting on you to show up. They look like little marbles to me, like glowing marbles. <laughs> yes. I believe those monks are the seven sages. The same seven? They they like sit in the well. There's seven different poses that they sit in. Oh, so I they represent. I thought each one uh, was different. Sages. I didn't know there was just seven poses. Interesting. That's what I read somewhere. Oh, no time for that rabbit hole. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Let's just take that as fact and move on. Yes. <laughs> I've read it online, so it must be true. All right, so looking at the it's can. A, it's at least a theory. Yeah. <laughs> looking at the can, uh, we have... It looks like little columns from a church, and it's in the shape of like a stained glass window. kind of looks like a flower, so that little floral design. It's got the cross in the middle, but it's turned side sideways, so it looks more like an X. It says the church brew works. It's got some hops and malts and wheats on the left and right of it. And underneath says Pius Monk Dunkel, European-style dark lager, lager, and it's more of a... Bronze? Uh, pretty Type bronze thing. to me. Lighting in here Coppery. sucks. Coppery looking thing. Yeah. All I will say, this is the label that they have for all their beers, because I have a bunch of other ones that are up on my mm. shelf um, in bottles, and they just changed the, the name down here. So. Yeah. 
If you change the flower from yellow to purple, I'd be very confused about a spirit orb there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at the glasses that they have on Untapped, the, that's just the yeah the church's Brewworks logo is that design in the middle. Yeah, hmm, pretty cool. I like the yellow text at the bottom with the the green like around it. Oh yeah, kind of makes a nice like pop. Very fancy. Very yeah, very fancy and like cursive, almost cursive. Works really well against that copper. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. As for the color, Pale and I were kind of talking off mic. And we said anywhere, either John Wick's bloody face or DK's hair. I'm going to say more DK's hair. That's what this one looks like to me. But that's our lighting that we have. Dustin, I don't know. What do you think? That um, was dark. I will actually. Well, <laughs> are you thinking the, lighter? The camera, the camera is here. The light is here for me. Yeah. So I think DK hair for me for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We will go. With you're, that. you're seeing the black. You're seeing the blackout. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Black blocking out the Link, light. Link's old smash friend DK. There we go. It's definitely multi, multi, uh, bready, roasty, roasty. All the good things you want in a dunkle. Oh yeah. I'm jealous. You guys actually have smells. Ours didn't really smell like much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's got a good smell to it. And disclaimer: uh, this was canned. Exactly one year and 10 days ago. So, but I don't think it has diminished that much at all. I feel like that style of beard doesn't age as poorly as IPAs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely malty, roasty flavor. It's so easy to drink. It's like a crushable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, still getting a nice roasty, bready, like mouthfeel. Or I don't think it's a mouthfeel, but you know what I mean, like a taste. <laughs> a taste. <laughs> a I mouth f- taste? A mouth taste. The taste that I feel in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It is surprisingly smooth, and I think they were kind of describing that in the description. Wonderfully clean. Uh, that's a, the aroma. Surprisingly mellow body. That was it. So not really hoppy at all. It says there's a bit of a hop on the back end, but it's more roasty maltiness. Maybe the hop kind of died out after a year. Could be the case, but yeah, I was gonna say like when I copied the description over, they're like very noticeable hop flavor, and I just I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, but it is it is good. It it, it goes down smooth. I unfortunately, Pale and I are splitting a can of it, so we only have like six ounces. So trying to make this last is painful. You're almost done. What do you think about the finish? It sticks with you for a while. Mm-hmm. It's and it's good. It's a good. Yeah, I like it. It's a good finish. I don't mind it kind of sitting there in the back of my throat a little bit longer. Yeah. It got a gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival. Did for a reason. But it has been around for a while. Since I had it in 2015, I'm not sure when they came about. I have the untapped pulled up. I will tell you what I see. Okay. Uh, There are 17,148 ratings and it averages 3.6 and there are a total of 23 over 23 almost 24,000 uh check-ins crazy i have zero friend well i have one friend but i won't talk about him that was my 2015 chicken <laughs> <laughs> i have a friend that isn't keith 
His name's Ian. I swear, I'm getting like all these friends out of nowhere, and I have no idea. I've never heard I, of any of these or, yeah. people. Yeah, uh, this Ian fella gave it a 4.5. He didn't write anything. His profile doesn't let me know who he is either, so <laughs> whatever. Shout out to Ian, no last name. Yeah, what's up, Ian, no last name? Thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening. At Top Beard Drops, checked it in and said, switch up my cup. I kill any pain, hands up in the air like we in church. <laughs> I don't know if that's a reference to something or <laughs> Sounds what like that a is. song. <laughs> yeah. I almost read hairs too because their picture that they have on it is yeah. awesome. It really it is it, fantastic. Oh, that's yes. actually reminiscent. So I really wanted to go there. Saint Joe, or mm-hmm. but I mean because it's a, also a church, so it makes sense that. Churches all kind of have a similar aesthetic. Yeah, that looks like St. Jude's. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the pillars with the high ceiling, yeah. the flags. Cool. Really awesome. Blue up during up by the tabernacle or whatever the hell that's called up front. That was a picture of some dude with his feet. He's basically sitting in crisscross applesauce <laughs> and like literally... Like junk in the in the picture, but mainly foot on display next to a can of beer. I think um, someone was checking this beer in, took a photo, didn't realize Dad was sitting there <laughs> wanging out or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew K, thanks for the dad dick pic. The first comment I see is from with an actual score, I guess. Christopher A, interesting beer. Caramel brown in color, but unexpected grassy finish. And he gave it a three point two five. I think that w- was enough to ruin the beer for him. I guess. You guys have grass in yours? No, I. I'm not. I think he's any. confused about malts. Maybe. Maybe. I was thinking there's uh yeah there's a little bit of like a a hop flavor yeah but not it's not hoppy but there's still something there. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What do I know? Oh, it's good, though. I'm ready. If you want me to go first. Are you checked in? Uh, for about six years. <laughs> Please enlighten us. <laughs> I've been right. waiting you six years for this moment. No. Um, <laughs> Almost as long as Breath of the Wild has been <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I, I stick, stuck with my original ranking. I did check it in again to put my sweet Zelda picture up there in the background. Um but I gave it a 4.25 um, after having a lot of the other beers from the church. Uh, this one really stood out as my favorite, and I would always have it every time I went to Pittsburgh, went to visit, because um, it was very light. It was easy drinking. I could drink a bunch of them. And yeah, so picking up a couple of six packs of these in the store, w- when you could buy six packs, I was... In my journey in Pittsburgh, they went from being so backwards as a state to by the end, just a couple of years ago, you could buy six packs. You either had to buy a case of beer, like 36 packs, and you couldn't buy individuals. You couldn't do a mix and match. You couldn't get a six pack of something because they said six packs encourage drinking and driving. What? <laughs> I know. Uh, Pennsylvania is so bass backwards. It's, it's unbelievable. I thought Indiana was bad, just not serving on Sunday. But then, you know, we finally changed. But um, anyway, enough about that. But it was uh, 
really light, roasty, crushable, just a good flavor that wasn't super hoppy because you guys know me. I'm not big into the hop, but I love the malt, kind of the amber feel. Just my, it's a good style beer. Yeah. I enjoy. Uh, and I went with a four out of five. Uh, just basically everything <sighs> Keith just said. I know. So close. Uh, very easy to drink. Great flavor. Super smooth. Uh, very well balanced. There's not one thing about this beer that like sticks out over the other. It just blends really well together. I, I do really like the smoothness of it. It's kind of got a creamy mouthfeel a little bit, um, but uh, very in- impressed. And this would probably be my a go-to if I visit these this brewery ever or get more. Or if I find more of it, I'll definitely get this again. Just to keep up with the scores, I threw a four two five in there, and the comment said I need more. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like a shrine; you just have to keep going back for more. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta solve the puzzle to earn it, and hear them in their monk voice in the background with the bells ringing. <laughs> I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at Patreon.com backslash DrinkInGeekOut. And now, back to the show. Speaking of Zelda Breath of the Wild, let's talk about it for a while. (laughs) Uh, Before we do that, uh, how many hours do you guys have in this game? Do you know? Oh, let me pull that up here. Yeah, Yeah. I got that. I remember that one. I can check for you, pal. Yeah. Should I go first? Oh, you got yours? I I have it. Do you know it? I have it memorized. I look at it like every day. Every day. Every day. I have 130. Yes. Wow. I have 170. On your first save or is that total? I think that's just total hours. I don't know. That's just what my profile says. It's total hours. Yeah, it's probably total. You want me to go? Keith is unembarrassed. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's just say I have played 255 hours or more Jeez. of this game. <laughs> nice. Uh, I was trying to catch up with you, but epic. that did not work. Completionist. There's a lot of times I left the game paused and went to go do, hey, like, do laundry, I'm or I left the game too. on, and yeah. So there's a lot of down hours. I have a kid that. that like has to interrupt every five seconds. What you got, Dustin? Seventy. Seventy. 70. Dang. That's so impressive. I didn't dick around though. No. Like the when I when I decided that I was actually going to play. I got a list of checkpoints that I needed to do, like story mode, and then I made sure I went to those areas. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I have to do this one. That's in this area. So I went to that area and I did the thing. And then I went to this thing and did the thing. So the way that I finished the quest line was the way that uh, was told. And I thought that was the way you had to do it. So as soon as you decided to do the, the divine beast, you're like, reach Zora's domain. Okay. Well, I'm in Zora's domain. I might as well do Zaruda. Yep. All right. Next, go to Goron city. Might as well do Rundunia. 
and so on and so forth. So that's the order of things that I did. I also had a little bit of like spoilers uh, here and there. Like uh, I was just watching the armor sets videos just to see like what kind of armor sets there are. And he's like, there's going to be some spoilers. I'm like, how bad could these spoilers be? (laughs) (laughs) And and so I was like, fuck, whatever. And he's like, so when you go to Goron City, just make sure that you get, you know, 10 of these little fire lizards before you get there. That way he just automatically gives you the chest and then you can just buy the rest of it from Goron City. I was like, oh, okay. So when it was time for me to go, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to make sure I get 10 of these lizards. Yeah. You just kind of skip ahead a step. You don't have to go talk yeah. to the guy, learn about it, and then go back, backtrack. Yeah. So, yeah, did a little uh, did a little cheating, but whatever, you know. Yeah, I did However too. you enjoy the game is fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to get that out of the way before we uh, See, I did a lot of, went on. I did a lot of video watching, too. Um I decided that I'm really bad at like puzzles. Uh, <laughs> I can't figure shit out sometimes. <laughs> and like, there's like, for example, we're texting and Dustin saw I couldn't get the, the, I couldn't bounce back the beams on Ganon. And I'm like, I don't even know why that didn't come to my mind. Cause that was something I had to do previously in the game. I, I, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it was like one of the guardians or something I had to do it on. And I was doing it just fine. And then I get to Ganon and it's like, I I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Get overwhelmed. Just swing it. Swing wildly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just run and swing for for two seconds and run again. (laughs) Yeah. Basically what I did is I just used my lightning strikes. So whenever he charged up at me and I sidestepped him, then I spun up real hard and then got him lightning struck and he fell to the ground. Then I was like, pop, 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 pop. And then. He went immune again. So then I ran out of lightning strikes yeah. and the the shield from the big old Gorok dude. And then I had to like sit there shielded, just waiting for my cooldowns. Works. No idea. So the t- I guess mentioning story of the game, the, the timeline. This is the last game in the timeline so far. So Keith and I did a episode back in March of 2017. Mm-hmm. It was light episode eight, where we talked about the, Zel- the official Zelda timeline and uh, like a, a lot about the older games. Um, so check that out. But just know that this is at the end of that timeline that we brought up. It's more than ten thousand years after Skyward Sword, which is the first game in the timeline, and it also just came out. The HD remake just came out on Switch. And then I uh, I took some, well, I did some a little bit of research, and one thing I liked about the game is all of the landmarks and references to previous Zelda games, and there's a ton. I only put, like, a list of, like, 20 on here, but um, the first one is uh, artwork for the f- that promoted the first game that Nintendo released. And then you take a look at the screenshot from Breath of the Wild and where you first approach that cliff and you can see the dueling peaks in the distance and it looks stunningly exactly like that artwork that was promoting Mm -hmm. the original game. Mm -hmm. Then obviously the Temple of Time has been in a lot of games since Ocarina of Time and it looks very similar to that screenshot from the 64 era yep 
And I guess the music is also very similar, but you have to slow it down in Breath of the Wild to get the... <laughs> Love it. Uh, then the Kakariko Village, Goron City, Zora Domain, the Lost Woods, and Hyrule Castle are all common areas yep. that have been in countless games. They, they're all kind of different, but they're all have the same similar elements. And then there's a ranch in Hyrule Field, like the Lost. What is it called? Long, long. The, no, in on the map of Breath of the Wild, it's called like ruin ranch, ranch ruins. ruins or yeah, something. just ranch ruins. But there, are, if you put it side by side with Lon Lon Ranch from Oak Ocarina, it's. Basically the identical setup. Yeah, it's completely identical. See. Same benches, same tower that they have next to it. The same. It's all just it's broken. Yeah. It's identical. That's wild. Wild, do you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, I mean, Tingle Island is just a reference to a character. Then there's Outset Island from Wind Waker, which you can see is very similar to... Uh, Nether beach area that's on one of the coast. I can't remember what that area is called in Breath of the Wild, but you can see like all the the huts that are set in almost the same position, and the whole beach is laid. Oh, out that's very a similar Lutheran village, right? Yeah, something like that. Something. I, yes, I was thinking it's Evertide, but I guess that's a little bit different. The little island you go to and you lose all your shit. Oh no, it's not actual island. It's part of the main coast. Oh, it just gotcha. kind of. It's like a little area. And the music there is sounds eerily similar to the Breath, or Wind Waker theme. Hmm. Then the castle town, it's all destroyed in Breath of the Wild, but if you look at pictures from Twilight Princess, you can see like the fountain and like some destroyed buildings that are like positioned in the similar areas mm -hmm. and like the f remains of some flags that were in that game. The same exact flags. It was... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the Great Bridge of Hylia, which was in Twilight, where I think you fight on that bridge at some point in that game, but that bridge still remains and looks almost the same. The water level, I saw some video where the water level has either gone up or down, and it, it changed the area, but you can see how it used to look. Yeah. The Forgotten Temple in Breath of the Wild is... Basically, the sealed temple from Skyward Sword. So this picture up top is the Forgotten Temple. And then below, there's the sealed grounds. And then once you beat the game, or at some point in the game, the sky area drops down and links up with the sealed grounds to make the sealed temple. And it is set up exactly like the Forgotten Temple, where you have to get past all the guardians to get to the shrine at the back end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The spring of power is the earth springs in skyward sword. It, you can see that it's overgrown with trees and stuff, but like the same features are there. Those even the, if this the screenshot from breath of the wild is not great. Cause if you back out, you can even see like the pillars yeah. and like that little pedestal and stuff. This one is sort of just a name reference only. The Arbiter's Grounds in Skyward Swords, like a big Colosseum area. And then there, in Grudo's Desert, there's a Arbiter's Grounds, but it is completely destroyed. There's just some pillars that are still standing. 
I thought this one was interesting. Uh, Merkay Island from Phantom Hourglass. Uh, there's like a set of islands in, I think it's towards Hyrule Field in Breath of the Wild. But if you flipped this one from the DS on its side, mm-hmm. it like perfectly mimics the shape of the, and they have the same mm-hmm. name and everything. I was that's like, cool. oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, then lastly, the Minish Woods. It's only the name that is con- the same, but from the Minish Cap, you go to the Minish Woods and you talk to the Minish, which are like little miniature. You have to shrink down into like the size of a acorn. Field mice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To talk to them, but if you could shrink down in that area, maybe you'd see them. Hmm. That's what I did love about this game is how much like nostalgia that they put in from all the different games. And that's why people were, you know, losing their minds when it came out. Cause they're like, where in the timeline does this fit? And Nintendo's yeah. like way after everything else at the bottom. So it's kind of like putting the timeline back together since Ocarina kind of screwed it all up with the different. Yeah. So I think with this, they're doing, they're paying a nice homage to everything that came in the past. I mean, there's, there's so many more. We could spend, you know, a whole episode mm-hmm. just talking about this stuff, but it's really cool how they brought it all together. And it's interesting like, how it's going diff- to different locations have names of characters that you spoke to in previous yep. games. It just like reuses their names and it's maybe like honoring them in different ways, but it's, it's huge. And it's crazy. Yep. Speaking of huge and crazy, it's free and open. <laughs> it's an open world yeah. game. It's, I think not quite one of the first. Well, Yeah. It is the first like open open where you don't you can pick your own journey because every other Zelda mm-hmm. game you have you know a set thing that you have to do first mm-hmm. you got to get this object this tool item from this temple uh, yeah. yeah so that's kind of neat with the different environments it's really crazy go ahead when you walk out of that cave for the first time and you see this huge land and you can literally walk to any point and just go there and it just goes on for seemingly forever obviously it's not forever but it's just like just thinking about like oh i can go climb that mountain over there right now if i wanted to Mm -hmm. it was beautiful like it's stunning really coming out of the that shrine and yeah you could like take your a sword and like slice some grass if you wanted to it's just Mm -hmm. awesome well you can do that pretty much in any Zelda game. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah, you can do that in Link to Past River. Right. Yes. But this is nice. I could throw a pot and break exactly. a ruby out of it. They did keep that in there, which is cool. <laughs> but I kind of felt bad for doing that. Like go to some town and then start breaking their shit. <laughs> yes. Go into somebody's house, break all their pots, and take all their money. <laughs> yes. And just walk out the door. This game also utilized uh, weather and time. So there was rain. There was those stupid thunderstorms. Oh, gosh. Um, yes. And, of course, with the rain, you can't climb mountains very well. You go up a few steps, yeah. and then you just slide down. Yep. So you really have to adjust your gameplay based upon the weather. And then, of course, you know, catching fire at Goron City. And then, you know, the extreme cold. There's a lot of cold places that they have there with several mountaintops um, that you visit. And yeah. yeah, you have to change your outfits or whatever to meet the the area you're mm-hmm. in. There are 15 towers, which I kind of liked in this. The Sheikah towers that popped up, 
that they're there to help you and you kind of put your little Sheikah slate in and it goes through the whole map and that way you have a visual of what you're seeing. Because this is very similar to Assassin's Creed in the Eagle Vision that you have to climb a tower, a viewpoint, and then it sinks your map. So I'm like, I like this game. I know how this works. (laughs) (laughs) So that was my strategy when I first started. I'm like, I'm going to the towers to get all the maps because that's what I did in Assassin's Creed and I love doing that. Kind of get the lay of the land first before you're just wandering aimlessly through the darkness. That's exactly what I would do. And I would like highlight or put one of those markers on any shrine that I could see from the top. So I'm like, okay, on my way to the next tower, I'm going to try to get that, that hopefully I'll find some more shrines on the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why I spent so many hours because I put my objective like, okay, there's my marker. I'm going to make it to that point. And I got lost because I just like, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I can do this now. I can do this. And then I just explored and I completely forgot the main storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my my adventure, too. <laughs> there are 120 shrines throughout the whole thing. And Pale, you said you have 20 more to go? Is that 40 said? more. Or 40 to more to go. I found all 120 in the original game. Yeah. And and it, there's do they add like 20 more in the DLC or like 12 yeah, more or something I think like that? It's, I think it's yeah, like 20. 12 or 20. Oh, I thought it was like 26 or something. That many more? Or 25. The DLC? I don't know. It's mostly in the uh, Great Plateau. There's yes, quite a few there. Like four more. Where you there. start, and then, yeah, they're kind of sporadic all throughout. Uh, do we have it? Well, so the shrines range from, like, puzzles, uh, teaching you new techniques, and tests of strength, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys have, like, Favorite shrines or least favorite shrines or any that stick out? My favorite shrines were when you had to solve a puzzle to get the shrine to open. And then Mm -hmm. all you had to do is walk in. Yes, I was just (laughs) going to say that. Those are my favorite. Those were my favorite. I just show up. I found so many of those by accident. And it's like, oh, sweet. I completed a mission I didn't know I had. Like the three uh, Henox brothers. Oh, that that one. Yeah, That was fun. Yes, you got to collect their balls, collect the balls. Put, them their yep. <laughs> put them in their place. Yeah. Any shrine that had Cass singing to you for, I mm-hmm. enjoyed. Yeah, Cass yeah. is yeah, fun. Because you have to like do something to um, op- or release the shrine from the ground, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were good. I was going to say, and his songs are... I like, I like the music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. There were a couple shrines that I did not like. I guess this will fit in the least favorite is when you had to solve a puzzle and then still had to do a shrine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one mm. I'm thinking about was uh, on Hatero Beach, I think. There was a person who was like, I'm trying to study these runes. Can you go take three pictures oh, of yes. these little parts? And you had to like walk around this fucking long-ass beach yes. and like come back to her. And then he's like, well, I get what it's saying, but I don't know what to say. So you had to like read what it says, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to kneel on this plate. And he's like, oh, I maybe I'll do the same over there. And then he kneeled. And I'm like, this quest took me 20 minutes to do. And then I go into the shrine, <laughs> and it's another puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was like, fuck. That's so annoying. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the more puzzly ones than like just the test of strength, because it's like, oh, yeah. I got to use my brain, not just like go fight this yeah, those guy. Those were too easy. But, yeah, uh, any ones where you have to move 
the remote to mimic whatever's on screen. I hated those. Those were hard. Like the, the I can never get the 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 turning down or whatever. Well, the one you had to like. Yeah, I had I had to swap. I just swap from my uh, switch light to the actual switch and play it on the actual controllers because yeah. I I couldn't actually do it on the screen. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. I had the uh, wireless handheld. Um, con- pro. pro controller and it was easy because I could just move the controller because it had gyro in it so oh. it was real easy for me doing that I completely forgot like if you have it on the screen that would suck <laughs> the one where you had to like actually you had to pop it up like you had a the ball had mm-hmm. to go through the the maze and then you had to like let it roll down and then pop it up <laughs> yes. onto the next platform that was awful Ugh. it's terrible I, yeah I did that one like 10 times and I would get it to the end and it would just roll yeah, off. Me so too. I, would just, I just got pissed and I was like fuck <laughs> this and I like flung the controller and the ball dropped out hit the thing and popped right into where I needed it yes. to go I was like oh I could have just done that to, to begin with <laughs> you just gotta get pissed off about it and then you get it right oh, that is oh that's fun now there's a couple where like the balls are dropping down and you gotta like use all of your elements like the magnet to move this piece the stasis to stop this thing and the the ice thing to make like another bridge so the ball keeps rolling yeah i was like oh, mm-hmm. i think those are fun because you gotta like kind of think it out a little bit that's true yeah for sure uh a couple of the hard ones i don't remember the ones particularly the one like i had trouble with a few of them but again i since i finished all 120 i didn't really think it was that hard uh, but I was very young trying to get the climber set. Yes. And two of the shrines to get the climber set were major tests of strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think I spent one of the times doing that on using all my weapons. And this wasn't even like master mode. This was regular ass. I'm play this game. And I had to like spend all of my shit. And this was before I beat all the... The the uh, the divine beast. So I didn't have all of the. I didn't have my extra hearts. hearts. I didn't have the master sword or or any of the powers. Yeah, I had the the. I guess when I was working on that, I had the uh, Medoa done. So I was trying to. I had the health once every like six and a half years. But yeah, those are one of the things. There's a few of them that were kind of trickier, like the wind one where you had to. You had to like move the wind to get the ball yeah. to go yep. the direction. Oh, one. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some of those are kind of tough. Um, and I would solve them like partially and then like I pull up the video because I would get frustrated and then I'd see like the part that I missed. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd like stop it and then finish the shrine without finishing the video. And it's like, this is one little goddamn piece. And it's it's very similar to what Pale was saying. Why didn't I think <laughs> yes, that? Yeah. There's one where you have to like carry an ice cube to the top and like present yeah. it to the guy oh, to open the door. Yep, or something. Oh yeah, and it's like you get all the way to the top and you're like, oh, the, how do I get through here? It's like, oh, just throw it through the fire. Don't worry, <laughs> you don't need the whole cube. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've been standing here ten minutes trying to figure out how to get this fire. <laughs> all I have to do is just throw it through. That one sucked. It turns into like a little ice cube. That's mine. Was basically yeah. like two pounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, my, mine was pretty pretty big because i i about said that didn't make any difference i didn't think it made any difference <laughs> it was well, nothing it was gone <laughs> pills was all burnt up on the way there because he got hit by all the other fire 
<laughs> I didn't have to start that over though because I lost my ice cube. <laughs> I'm not sure how, but it, it, by the time I got to the where, end, it was where, it was go? gone. I was almost to the end, and I'm uh, like, shit! Start that over. That's funny. Yeah, I, I gave up halfway through a lot of those and just went to the internet. Like a couple of the puzzles, it's like solve this. You the had one, to. like look to the stars. I'm like, where the hell are the stars? I'm like, I'm not. Oh yes, I'm like I couldn't it's figure like that one on out on the wall. So I'm like, internets mm. help me out. Yeah. So I guess there's a way. There's another video out there that explains how that works. Yeah. You just gotta watch it, and they'll probably figure it out. I'm like, someone else can do. Oh, that how thinking. about the? How about the one where you had the the uh, the shrine that was like the mirror shrine that was in? Uh, Is it the dueling dueling peaks, peaks one? one? Yeah. Yeah, and you had to go back and forth. You had to. Yeah, you you put the balls in the hole, and you had to make sure that they match. That one sucked. I was like, I was like, fuck this. There's no way that I'm gonna yeah. remember this. So I just made it's a like, cheat sheet. Take a picture with your uh, uh, switch, and then like keeps checking yep, the picture. That's what I, did. I, I was like, no, that that I didn't even do that. I was like, let me just look it up on a website. I'm sure it's there, and I, <laughs> I'm not doing all this <laughs> extra work. Right. I always kept forgetting I had the stasis, and I'm like, and it, a lot of it, it was required. Yes. <laughs> and I'm um, like, I had to go to the internet. And I'm like, shit, I, I know I, I have that. I gotta <laughs> use that to stop it. Because <laughs> it's really only used in the shrines. Yeah, it's like, the only use in for the it. world. You never use it. I use my magnet all the time. The the ice building the ice oh, cubes yeah. all the that, time. That's very helpful. The bombs. The stasis, like, I barely used it outside of... I use the stasis on bad guys when they attack me out of nowhere. Like, the stupid Yigas that show up, you can stasis the oh, bad yeah. guy, and I'm like, let oh. me just go up and stab you now. That's a good idea. Sarah calls the the cube bomb thing the Tesseract. The tesseract. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't know until 50 hours in that you can control remote for both. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you get to put two bombs put down? Two. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Because I was working on a shrine where I had to shoot the like the the, the thing up thing. in the yeah. air. Yes. And you had to set the square bomb on it, and then you put yeah. the circle bomb down inside the little cannon, and it shoots up, and then you would detonate it. I was like, how the fuck is this done? I'm like, oh, I can control the other bomb without blowing that bomb up? <laughs> They're separate remotes. <laughs> yeah, though, there's... Because I thought there was those two were they were the same bomb, just different shapes, you know. There was also like the two required for the like little pillars were like going up and down, and they would like toss the bombs across the room, and then oh, yes. when they got to the trigger, yeah, 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 yeah. you you set it off. So you needed the two separate ones to set off to like put you up to to the door, and then the other one would. <laughs> Open the door, and it's open the door. It yeah, took me a while yeah, to figure yeah, yeah. that out, and I'm like, wait, I think I, I think I can do this without the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually they start reusing like schemes in different strands, and like, oh, I remember doing this before, so it's kind of exciting when you get those, and you're like, oh yes, I can yeah. reuse that knowledge I have. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about. I mean, I th- we already kind of mentioned a couple of them. I think the mini bosses that kind of just live in the land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in a typical Zelda game, there you 
go into temples and you fight mini bosses and then you have to fight a final boss, which would be like the Blythe Ganons, I guess, in this game would be the final bosses. Yeah. But since there aren't really temples, the whole world is a temple. You just kind of come across these guys and you could either run away or fight them. But there's the stone taluses, the big stone guys with the thing on their head that you <laughs> weak yeah. spot that you they suck blow up or smash. Uh, those guys are pretty fun to fight. The ice one is fun too because all you do is like throw a uh, flame arrow at mm-hmm. them, and then they just like fall to the ground, and then you'd hit their little back spot just to get it done. The one, the fire ones were tough because you have to like freeze them or like cool them down first before you can get on top of them, and then yeah. go attack their weak spot, and then they get hot again. I uh, do not. No, what you're referring to? I don't. In think Death I've Mountain, ever a fire yeah, one. the Death Mountain. In Death one. Mountain, there's one. The side quest. So one of the side quests, you have to fight one. Yeah, it sucks. And for one of the DLC, the DLC shrines, it's I a, think you have to fight one, a, a stronger big, one. He's he's a big <laughs> effort. He's that one sucked. Uh, then there's the Henixes, which pale reference. They're, they're like the big fat one-eyed guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those I like fighting those guys. They're yeah. fun. Because they're, they're slow, so it's they're not mm-hmm. too hard. It's a lot better when you have more than like three or four hearts. No, oh, yeah, yes. like one hit from them, it's like you're you're done. You say so you just bomb arrow them, and it always worked. Yeah, for me. that's when you get the high ground and bomb arrow them. Yep, they'll go down in a, a few minutes. As long as it's not raining, I would go. <laughs> yes, uh. then the bombs don't work. A <laughs> uh, funny story about the Hynix. Uh, on Evertide Island, you know how you have to get the three yes. balls and the pedestals, uh-huh. and one of the balls is on the Hynix, and you don't actually have to kill the Hynix. You just have to jump on his sleepy belly and grab the ball from him <laughs> before. Well, I didn't know that, and I killed him <laughs> with no gear or anything. Yeah. I yeah. literally. You're a little naked, I literally, boy. I gathered as much resources I, as mm-hmm. I could. I found at least five bananas, so I made a attack up Mm-mm. simmering fruits, nice. and um, I had a couple like broadswords or whatever that was like plus twelve. And when I jumped on him, the first thing <laughs> that I was able to select was the uh, like dragon scale club, and that was like a plus thirty four weapon. I was like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it was kind of like a run away and throw shit at him, shoot him, try to hit him in his eye uh, to knock him down. But they, they get smart. They'll block their yeah. eyes eventually. They'll pick up a tree and swing it at you. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I think it took me like 20 minutes to beat this thing without <laughs> any gear. And then, like, then I think I was watching a video of like what I should do on that island afterwards because I did the Rito like fly around and try to get as many rings mm-hmm. as I could. But I watch a video to see like if there's anything else, and the dude's like, "Yeah, man, really, all you have to do is just this, this, and this, and you don't even have to kill the Hynux. Just jump. like what? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. But I don't know. I'm kind of glad I did. There's another one of those guys near the Lost Woods in like. Where you have to light all the torches in the dark. And oh, yeah. He's kind of like sleeping in the middle with the oh, ball geez. on him, and you gotta. Oh, that one sucks. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of a, out of. I don't know. I kind of randomly came across that one on accident trying to look for the Lost Woods. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then. And it was, uh, it was north of the Lost yep. Woods. Yeah. yeah. Not even. Yeah. But uh, he woke up when I jumped on him, and that he. I just like. 
hit in the back until he fell back asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, now I'll go get him. Because I can't fight him in the dark. It's like impossible. Yeah, put your torch out. He can't find you. Speaking of least yeah. favorite shrines, just the one where you had to follow the little correct girl or whatever, and you can't let her see you, and you got to mm. follow her through the whole forest to get to the shrine. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You want to know a secret, Pale? What? Shoot an arrow at her. Distract her. She runs towards the arrow to figure out what's going on. Then you run ahead of her. And, uh, just run to, and you run to the shrine. Are you serious? Kill the wolf. And then hide behind the shrine until she gets there and says, I made it. And then <laughs> oh. pop out and say, hey. She saw <laughs> me so many Yeah, times. I had to redo that one at least 25 times. Yeah, yeah that one sucked. Oh, man. That was good thinking. Another little bo- mini boss is the Muldugas over in the Grudo Desert. The little that was a fun fight. Tremor guys, Tremor snakes. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. Was super fun yeah. fight. <clears throat> Throw a bomb at him. He eats it, and you explode it. Did Pale? Did you kill that thing? Yet? Oh yeah, I I had to do the one. I did. I did one for fun. Then I had to do the other one to open the shrine. Like <laughs> well, you don't actually have you don't actually have to do that to open the shrine. You just got to light the torches and run the oh. and then it opens it up. But there's a side quest to get his yeah, guts. You gotta get yeah. yeah, so that's what I did it for to give to yeah. one of the. I ladies. didn't feel like I could uh, run like hell and light them all without him getting me. He was too fast. So I was like, all right, I'll just fight him. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're not too tough. No. Yeah, as long as you have something to climb on. Yeah, you jump up on the things and just throw bombs yeah, at yeah. him. And then when he eats it, you just explode it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was easy. Easy peasy. Uh, speaking of not-so-tough bosses, the Lynels. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> Damn Lynels. I still have yet to... I've, I've yet to kill They're wor- they were They are they worse are than Ganon. So hard. Or, yeah, they are worse than any of the Ganons. Yep. We told mm-hmm. you that. <laughs> I think... I, I honestly think that the white re-skinned creatures of like the lizard people or the moblins or the mokus they're harder than the ganons yes yeah those guys oh the tall ones um no 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 the the reskinned ones they have white white skin with purple stripes that's the malice they're malice infected bad guys you probably haven't run into i probably haven't gotten saf and i see them all the time in master mode they're basically all (laughs) everything all of them them are that that. my tree branch won't last (laughs) i see (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say I see him everywhere as well. Their rewards are awesome. I kill him whenever oh, I yeah. can because you get so many like sapphires and rubies yeah, and diamonds. Yeah. And... But it's There's a long fight. That beach near the laboratory where you have to go f- down and fight the moblins to for one of the side quests mm-hmm. or shrine quests. Uh, but in the master mode, they're like all white and. Uh, they regain health and there's like seven of them. And it's like, I, I died like 16 times. I was like, ah, I don't need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've already done it once in the normal Mm -hmm. mode, but no, I, I do intend on going back and killing a Lionel. I just haven't had a reason to. So I just didn't go back. Oh, I have reasons. I killed the, the shock one thinking I needed to for the Zora domain. I killed that one and it took a, long ass time i just kept throwing bombs and hiding from it as you progress in the game if you go back to the lionels i found that out that they will automatically up themselves to the next tier up so you'll get the white skin lionels i mean i think they're the highest malice infected uh but the gold lionel but the stronger they are and the when you beat them 
the shield, the Lionel shield, the Lionel um, bow and arrow is amazing. It's times five. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Ooh. they are. Depends how big the bad guy yeah. is. The sword, some of them are like a hundred. Um, the attack points. So I mean, the rewards are there, and you get a bunch like star fragments. I think you can get and a bunch of the mm-hmm. um, rubies and everything. So it's worth it, but it's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> it and. Like it's nails or something that it drops body part you'd need to upgrade some of the, the clothing that Lionel the guts armor. and hoof. Yeah, the, the Lionel horns. horns. Needs, it's yeah. the barbarian. Yes. Barbarian yeah. set. So I have not leveled up my barbarian. <laughs> Same. And then there's just the master Koga, who is the leader of the Yiga clan. That was a pretty He's fun a fight. Joke. But I guess we'll call that a mini boss. I liked the the Yiga one because it reminded me of in Ocarina of Time where you have to break into the castle and there's all these guards that if they see you, they've tossed your ass mm-hmm. out. So that kind of put me back in that feeling where you don't let these Yiga ki- see you because, I mean, they'll one-shot you oh, to yeah. death. <laughs> so just I drop a that. little banana and sneak yeah. past them. Yeah, I got that same mood from just Gerudo and period. You walk in. Yeah. You get kicked the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like a lady. Even if you like put the sand boots on, you still get kicked out. You gotta have like 100%. Even after uh, I beat your stupid ass camel that's destroying your town, you still exactly. won't let me in. That's why I just ride the camel <laughs> into town and be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, d- I did enjoy the Yuga clan. It was annoying as all hell. To try to like figure out the pathing, uh, but it was pretty fun. And yeah. Master Koga was mm-hmm. simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a pretty easy boss, but it's fun because you like it's kind of comical, I guess, a mm-hmm. comical fight. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is very cartoony. That is enjoyable. Hmm. Um, I guess before I get to the Divine Beast, I wanted to shout out Zora's domain because. I think that's where the whole game kind of unlocked for me as what I was supposed to be doing. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, coming from the previous Zelda games, I'm not used to this type of just explore and go do thing like whatever mm-hmm. you want. And there's like I'm like, where's the temples? Where do I go to like fight the bosses yeah. and like get collect keys and open doors and all that? Where and then you get to Zora's domain and, and you can't just like climb over the cliffs because it's constantly raining there you have to take mm-hmm. the path and get past the enemies and i'm like oh there aren't temples this is the temple i'm in it or i've been in it this yeah. whole time <laughs> like th- then i was like okay th- this is what this game is now i love it i just <laughs> had, had to, to figure get, it out i just had to unlock it mm-hmm. in my brain that's where it started for me too and that's where it happened it's like okay i know the path that i have to take after i finished that whole the whole uh mission as mm-hmm. like okay well that leads me to a question before we get to the four divine beasts but it's related what divine beast did you guys start out with i think i did the elephant first really? uh mine was wind blight as you say so i Medoa. did wind blight Medoa. yeah van meadow yeah i think that one's the easiest mm. the wind one yeah elephant wasn't too hard but yeah, uh, I don't know. The water one's pretty easy because yeah, the mechanic that you have to pretty much avoid can be destroyed by your 
chrysalis ability or yes. chrysalis, and then oh, he's throwing the spirit. You just jump off the platform. Cool. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't really think he was that tough. No, I think I killed not. him with a bow and yeah. arrow. <laughs> I really. I didn't really mean the boss is tough. I mean the whole like collecting oh. all of the unlocking all of the devices yeah. to like the whole the temple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah exploring yeah, yeah, yeah. aspect. Mm. I think. I think the wind one's pretty easy because you just kind of go in a straight yeah, yeah. line through mm-hmm. it. Simple. Mm-hmm. I think if I was going to rate them, uh, the wind one was the easiest. The Thunderblight was the second easiest. The camel. I thought I understood the camel one pretty well. Mm-hmm. It was trying to get the 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 batteries lined up that kind of did yeah. me in. Uh, but once I got that figured out, yeah. then I was able to kind of get to where I needed to go. Uh, the fire one, I was lost. That one's pretty tough. I think that one is I, the toughest one. Yeah, I couldn't do it. The water one is pretty easy. Um, once I figured out how to get the the one under the uh, the underneath part of the trunk, yeah, because uh, you have to like to... raise it up and like jump on top of it or lower it down, yeah. jump on top of it, and then mm-hmm. raise it up. Yeah, once I figured that one out, then it was pretty much like straightforward. It took me uh twenty minutes to figure out. Oh, I can move parts of the level. Yep. Like, I'm just like walking around. I was like, I explored everything. Now, how do I? And then, because the map is different, I did not understand that. Oh, if I move this up, then that yep. raises this part and changes the whole yep. level. Yeah. I, I literally thought that maybe that was in the instructions for like when you first saw the map and it first downloaded for you. I was like, ah, they must have told you this and I skipped through it. No. <laughs> it's no there's no really hint to that. Yeah. I didn't notice. It just tells you to collect all of the whatever, put your little f- slate on all the devices, all t- five yeah. devices, but it doesn't really give you any hints on how to do it. Yeah. But yeah, I think of the of the divine beasts, the getting to the divine beast, those are also fun. Yes. So I, so I you, like that you, element. You had your three phases of the divine beasts and that was the most fun I had in the entire game. Like the water one where you're riding on a sedan and you had mm-hmm. to like break, you like jump in the air and like shoot the targets on the beast. And then you have to like use your uh, cryness to break the blocks that are flying at you. That was cool. That set up what the water blight Ganon did in his fight. And you're like, oh, I know. I saw this mechanic. I know mm-hmm. what to do now. Um, the, the one that I think Pale was saying he had the hardest time with was hitting the bird with the bomb arrows yes <laughs> yeah you just shoot the cannons yeah that was i thought that was that super was fun, fun too i, like I was too far away it was the problem yeah. i was yeah i would just get up straight up right next to it and go <laughs> pew, 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 three bombs and then i would go on i was like i had no patience <laughs> uh, i was so far and i was just like yeah. the arrows were just sailing like right underneath it uh-huh. you gotta adjust and, then you mm-hmm. go up yeah that's fun <laughs> yeah yeah, the the Fireblight one again didn't really feel. I didn't feel like it was too. Ch- it was it wasn't too challenging. It was just really long because you had to have the you know little nephew follow you, and he was a dope, and he couldn't get around the sentries, and so you had mm-hmm. to kill the sentries, and then you had to shoot him against the boss. Like whenever you got to a cannon, um, but yeah, I thought that was all right. But I think the one that I had the most trouble with was the Thunderblight one. Yeah, same. Because it was, it was the same you mechanic stay in that as the wind thing. Yeah, it was the same mechanic as the Windblight, but you had a, a, a Thunderdome that you had to stay in. And if you wanted to actually hit the legs of the camel, you kind of had to venture out. 
Uh, yeah. You kind of got to time it to like after the lightning strikes, then zoom ahead and hopefully she'll catch up with you before the next one happens. So you can yeah. get those front legs. Mm-hmm. But other than that, the, the traveling was fun. Like riding on the, the sea seal or the mm-hmm. sand seal was fun. Mm-hmm. Or like just basically flying and, you know, using your paraglider doing the other thing. It was fun too. But it was a really nice mechanic because it really helped you when you, uh, went and fought Ganon having those done. Oh, yeah. Very helpful. Yeah. Cause it like knocks down his health halfway or something. Yeah. Immediately. And then I literally deleted a text to you guys <laughs> when I fought Ganon. I was like, Oh my God, he's deleted half his health. I was like, Oh yeah. Pale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not quite there yet. That was really nice to see though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, all your hard work. Yeah. He's like, ah, well, Thank it you. does, because if you don't do one of the beasts, that not only will the, half the health, but you have to fight that Ganon version before you fight Ganon. So, yeah, oh, if wow. you went directly I to the castle, you'd have to fight all Fire Blight, Wind Blight, all those Ganons first, then the real Ganon. Oh, shit. Yeah. Would they be in the castle? Yeah, it's, it's still in the castle area. Oh, my you'd God. you have to fight them all there back to back to back to back. So I'm glad I did it the right way and did them one at a time and... <laughs> Kind of want to do that now. Start it over. Yeah, you kind of go want with to do three that. hearts. <laughs> do it. Do a speed run. Oh, those speed <laughs> runs are crazy. Yeah, I have to. Oh my gosh, I have to learn how to fly on my shield. Bomb, bomb flies. On, have, yeah, the shield bombs. Yeah, yeah I don't know how they it's do that shit. But right, did ever so that? Oh, did everybody have ahead. the rubber suit when they fought Thunderblight? The first time I, I did, did I didn't. I did not. And then I went and got it because I couldn't beat okay. Thunderblight. Somehow I did it without because I kept getting super. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 super doable. I was just getting to the last phase, and then my heart rate would get you know elevated. <laughs> like, Let's go! And I was like, yeah. shit! I have to pick up my sword. Yeah. Keep dropping all my fucking shit. It's all over the place. Uh, that's so bad. And, and so then I took the time to go get the armor. And then I immediately beat him, like the first, like one shot him as soon as I walked in there. Like, this, is, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I waited until after I had all of the shrines and all of the hearts before I did any of the beasts the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I had the master sword, and it was like a piece of yeah, cake every time. At that point. With the master sword, you just hit him like six six times or something, it feels like, and they're dead. And then uh, I guess we mentioned Calamity Ganon. Final fight, and then, like, I guess Hyrule Castle is a big part of that, like, exploring that huge uh-huh. area with all of the guardians. And there's, like, so many different paths you can take and climb up walls or go through tunnels. And, I, I loved it. Uh, we'll I just take the waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. You can literally mm-hmm. take the waterfall all the way up to Ganon's door. I did that. That's what I, that's my path. I saw the, saw the, so I took it, and then it led me to the other waterfalls. Like, I guess I'm going mm-hmm. there. It took me to another waterfall. like, I guess I'm taking that. Took me to the last waterfall, and I could have gone left or right, and I went left so I can hide behind a couple pillars from the Guardian, and then I looked at the map. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm right outside <laughs> <Yeah>. the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, that was quick. Yeah. I l- Ready for my 45 I love the fight. castle. That was fun to explore, the nostalgia yeah. to see what was left, what's mm-hmm. been destroyed, and the music. Uh, music. I yeah. waited all game for that music, and I'm like, yes. I can't yes. wait to go back and redo that and just 
take my time a little bit more in the yeah. castle. You can find, mm-hmm. there's a lot of secrets in there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I did. I just stayed on a path basically and I explored everything and just messed around in there and it's uh, there's just so, so much cool stuff to yep, see and like do in there. You'll yeah. go into a room and the the door shut behind you and there's a line on That the scared the shit out of me. Did you see that? I was like, please be an exit somewhere. <laughs> oh, there window. <laughs> yeah, I just like climbed the wall and yeah, went out like, the window. Thank God, like, I'm, I'm not fighting, fighting these you. motherfuckers. <laughs> I did a here's the way. Map leave area. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can do that too, but I just wanted to I loaded going. a save point right before I went in. I'm like, something looks like it could happen uh, here. I walk in, I'm like, yeah, pause. Reload previous save. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was like, I just climbed out the window. I did too. I was like, I'm on a mission here. I got, I'm running out of time. I can clearly walk right around you. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. But there was a talus at some point that I had to fight because like, every time I tried to climb out of that room, he knocked me down, throw a boulder yeah. at me. So I don't know where that was. He was kind of underground somewhere. But I got a bunch of good re- awards out of him. Rewards, mm-hmm. awards. Uh, then I guess next would be the 900 Korok seeds. I think I got about 70 or so in the f- first game. I got 30. I got about four, 35, maybe. Hmm. I got a lot. <laughs> I have no idea how many <laughs> total I collected in that first game. I, th- I think that's a fun element because you just like come across and they're the like several different unique ways to find those guys like under rocks or yeah. like do a little puzzle or shoot these things that pop up when you step on a certain or complete, area or follow complete the, the pattern or something yeah yeah i did a lot of that exploring when yeah. i first played that's why it's like i was distracted but like there's a random rock on top of this mountain what happens when i pick it exactly up? Oh, it's a little shit <laughs> you found me <laughs> you found me drop the rock on its head it's like <laughs> 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 shit <laughs> Ouch! Because I got twenty freaking seeds before I knew what they were for. I was just like, "Oh, thank you." I guess. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea what yeah. they were for, and I even like I wasn't even aware of them until like halfway through the game. Because once I was aware of them, then I was I, I knew what to look for, mm-hmm. and then I was able to get more and more. Yeah, I like that it's uh kind of fun to find them, but it's also use gives you something useful some of the stuff you collect in these games and it's just like oh now i got another did you collect all 20 of these why so you have them all exactly <laughs> but this actually unlikes something that's useful new slots in your yep. inventory until you get past a certain point then they're not useful yeah, anymore because there 400 are of them <laughs> there's 400 yeah 441 of them is what i read after that it's just nonsense Jeez. Which is nice because that means you can find them anywhere. So it's not like you have to go and collect every single yeah. one just to do that. Like I found so many just randomly exploring all the time. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I saw a video that was like, quick, hurry, help Zelda. She's in the castle. And then it cuts to, I got to lift every rock. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to find the shit. <laughs> it's like, hurry, quick. <laughs> Time's running wait, out. Wait. Oh, here's another rocks. rock. Somebody here's another rock. <laughs> now that you have defeated all the guardians, you can go to Ganon. Yeah, but I have 70 more shrines yeah. to go get. So <laughs> that's at least 30 more hours of gameplay. You can wait. Uh, we kind of already mentioned most of this other stuff. The Sheikah Slate is nice because you can uh, 
transport using it and see the map and uh mm-hmm. i guess it also gives you the remote bombs and that stuff that we mentioned the camera is kind of dumb i mean they use it a lot in the game just like oh bring me a picture of this and i'll give you this but yeah i'd rather have like a something that i could use to fight mm-hmm. i mean it was kind of useful where you had to take a picture of something and then you could set your sensor to go find it that yeah the only thing i that's guess that's useful. Good sorry dustin if i just took that from you <laughs> no, you're fine. You're the you're the expert, but that's what exactly what I was gonna say. That's the only thing I use it for. <laughs> just oh, I need to get more of these fucking. I need fifty five rush yeah. mushrooms. Take a picture. Yeah, have that thing get it for me. I used it for some beetle that I needed to collect, like fifty beetles or twenty oh, beetles or something. We gotta talk and... about beetle. Beetle was my favorite in this game. <laughs> hey, beetle! <laughs> you can't <laughs> sell me again. <laughs> He was my favorite. I sold yeah, he, that dude is walking money bags. I sold all my shit to him. He gave me like ten thousand <laughs> rupees. I'm like, oh. yeah, he's so rich. Uh, he is. I I never went really went to him. I would just sell any store I went to. I would sell my shit and then buy their shit. So it's basically a trade. No, I went mm-hmm. to Beetle all the time because he's got like different stories. Every time you talk to him, he goes, "Yeah, hey, we've run into each other a lot. Like you must be my stalker." <laughs> he goes. <laughs> Who, do, who am I kidding? I love the attention. But yeah, he was my favorite character. <laughs> and he's been in like six or seven Zelda games at this point. Wind Waker, I thought, was the first one he was in. Yeah. that He's in like all the handheld games. Yeah. I like Kilton. Oh, yeah. He, he was funny. Mm. When you had to pick it, you picked up the Quest Shady customer and you'd go find him. And he's like, oh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> A customer? And then I was like, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, deuces. I was like. Can I just sell you my... No, no, I can't. All right, got to go back to the stable and turn this quest in. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, that's fun. But thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. But yeah, Beetle was fun. Because sometimes you run into a quest and like a, a side quest and it's like, yeah, can you uh, can you give me these... Uh, uh, these ice guy in the Gerudo area in the... The Kari Kari area. She, he's like, I cannot move another inch, let alone talk, without this potion. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And I was like, I don't have any of the parts to do this. And so I looked up online. They're like, Oh yeah, just go to Beetle. And I was like, Fuck yeah, let's yes. go. Yeah, Beetle's got all that <laughs> shit. Uh, something unique to this game is the spirit orbs we touched on, but usually you collect heart pieces. You get four heart pieces. You get a it makes a whole heart uh, and this they're replaced with spirit orbs you can either trade your spirit four spirit orbs for a heart or a piece of your stamina bar i tended to i did my first line of hearts and then i did my first circle of stamina and then i finished all my hearts yeah mm-hmm. i did a little bit different i got a first line of hearts and then i finished two rows of stamina and mainly because you didn't have I a horse. Didn't, I didn't have a horse. Yeah. And then uh, I did. I got like 40 spirit orbs and then I would go to the person and then yeah. turn them all in. And then I would just go back out there and do another like 20 and then turn them into hearts or whatever. Yeah, I did a full but row I, of hearts and then I was sick of climbing and then having to like. And then falling. Yeah, falling. Or, and then so I was like eating a bunch of like stamina boosting meals and just to get to the top. And I'm like, okay, it's time to get some 
more stamina bars. So it took me a while. I was well over three fourths through the game, and I'm like, wait, you can get extra hearts from cooking food and get the temporary hearts. You get temporary stamina. What the hell? (laughs) I've been busting my butt. I'm like. It's helpful now in master mode. I'm like, okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's all I would make in master mode if I was playing it is just extra hearts. Right, well, I, that's my full menu. I think of my cooked meals right now is all extra hearts. Yeah. Stuff. I need all those hearts. I just go take a nap at an inn and pay extra for the special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The that gives you a couple extra hearts. Oh, yeah. or the massage or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will take it. <laughs> A new thing in this game, they kind of remove rupees. I mean, they still exist, but it's not like you go cut down a tree and then rupees fall out of it. You, mm-hmm. you got to trade in uh, like ore and gems to get rupees, which mm-hmm. is more realistic. So it's which got is more... the the one that makes you the most money too? Is your the ores and gems? I don't sell anything else. Nah, and there's not really a need to because you find a, those like little black things sticking out of a mountain and blow them up and. Yeah, then you get, get more like a whole like at least a hundred dollars every time it seems oh like. yeah so i mean hunting and gathering is more of an element you could kill like any poor helpless animal or grab fruit out of trees or like bugs and all that shit it's really cool instead of just like picking up a heart that's sitting on the ground that gives you <laughs> fills up your life exactly it's mm-hmm. more realistic more yep. strategy based to it with the whole rpg thing so mm-hmm and the cooking and different meals. I just like Googled best meals or best recipes or something. So I wouldn't have to like, Oh, what does this do? And then get a like <laughs> oh, dubious, a disgusting, you cooked a bowl yeah. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a vegan run and just do fruits and veggies. <laughs> I make a lot of mushroom skewers because the amiibos give you a, like mushrooms yes. galore every yes, time you do. use an amiibo. So I'm just like, uh, here's five mushrooms and a stew. And so I got a mushroom skewer that fills up 10 hearts. Perfect. Yep. Same that and bananas. <laughs> favorite. Um, then there's clothing and weapons that you find in the environment or you have to buy the clothing or sometimes people mm-hmm. will just hand it to you based on, uh, doing chores for them. But, uh, it's annoying that like swords and shit break all the time, but it's it adds a new element to the game, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they upgrade too makes it nice. That way, the lightning sword that you got from, you know, killings or, or got a shrine at a level ten is now you can pick it up at like a twenty-two or whatever. Mm-hmm. The great swords are up in the fifties now, but you first picked one up at like thirty. So that's I guess that's the good part of it. I just don't like the fact that once you get that and you're like, oh, good, I'm good. I'm set for a minute. And then it just breaks. And you're like, <laughs> exactly. The first t- fight battle you get into, you'll lose your two swords. Mm-hmm. I literally didn't use my master sword for the longest time because I didn't want it to break. <laughs> it, was no, it was the same with me till I found out. I'm like, wait, it doesn't It only break. takes like 10 minutes to restore. So I read... Yeah initially they were gonna it was gonna break and you would have to go back to the lost woods every time oh fuck that get it again mm-hmm. i mean i guess you could just transport there and pull it out but yeah. it's like oh i it broke in the middle of this battle now i gotta go transport all the way over there get my sword back and come back oh jeez. so it, i guess it 
it's a nice that it it just weak we can yeah. stay together i saw a video they left that in the game like in the coding and people you know break in and they can mm-hmm. see it so they found the animation it's this master sword just like shoots up in the sky it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool i touched on amiibo sword don't need to mention uh, there the wolf amiibo is cool the are the wolf link amiibo oh, yes because it 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 lets you have a little wolf guy that will be by your side and he'll attack enemies for you or sniff things out yeah he, he's really cool it's the twilight wolf so yeah I named mine Dustin. <laughs> oh. You can change his name. No. <laughs> I just play the game. I'm like, come on, Dustin. Come on, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I named my horse. Uh, well, I had five horses and I named them all after do- my, my dogs. <laughs> nice. I named my horse Agatha. From uh, Agatha. Agatha Harkness. All along. Yeah, all along. I was a juvenile. I found a brown horse. I named him Poop. <laughs> it's like, Poop can't hear you right now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I did capture a horse one time. And then I hopped off of it and he was still standing there. And I was like, all right. So I shot him with an arrow to see what would happen. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> that was basically... The first thing I did when it, once I got off a plateau, I was like, "Oh, there's horses over here. Let me grab that, and I, now I can don't have to worry about my stamina." Yeah, I even ditched the horse on Dark Beast Ganon. <laughs> you don't know how to control oh, my, you. My horse died during Dark Beast. <laughs> it made it all the way yeah. to the very end. Ugh. No I idea. A horse. I've never killed a horse you yet. Can't. So. You can't really though. It just like falls over and it gets up and just like disappears. He's like, "Fuck you, I'm out." Well, you get the horse. You, you have to go to the the horse fairy, yeah, yeah. and resurrect him. Oh, gee, I wouldn't know. Huh? Yeah, there's a horse fairy, which is really creepy. Oh, weird. It is super creepy. So yeah, even all the fairies are pretty creepy, but this one's got like a weird horse face mask. It looks exactly like the uh, stables. With the, that horse. I oh, yes. made that connection. I'm like, oh, all the stables are after the horse god. I get it now. Super weird. Uh, we've also already touched on DLC, so yeah, we can skip through that. I mean, it adds new trials, a hard mode, new armor sets that you can go find, but none of them are super useful because you can't really upgrade them. And there's the uh, sword trials or mm-hmm. whatever where you put the sword back and then you have to fight through 30 levels with basically nothing and just um kill yourself because you never get to the end <laughs> <laughs> uh, i gotta go back and finish that trial three uh no <laughs> i gave up and then the last thing on my list is the this concept oh my art gosh that was they they released oh my goodness this is hilarious like this was their idea before they landed on breath of the wild they were it was going to be like modern day zelda links like a emo hipster he's got a motorcycle and a electric guitar this is horrible (laughs) that would have been terrible so bad and embarrassing he's got a santa hat on is what it looks like <laughs> it's, this would have definitely made it in our weird Zelda game episode yes, instead yes. of a, a a standalone. But the the motorcycle still kind of exists. It does. 
if you do the master, master trials, you get the horse cycle or whatever it's called. It's part of your your ruins. So how you like throw bombs and stuff, you can pull up a motorcycle at and any just, point and hop on it and travel. And it goes up cliffs and you can jump off a cliff and still land on the bike. And yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's super useful. But it, it fits in the environment because it's like guardian built. Yeah. It's ancient guardian looking. Speaking of guardians. Nah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Cue the music. I just chopped their legs off. <laughs> and <the laughs> Yes, that's how you kill those yeah. guys. Put a bomb down and hopefully they'll crawl over it and you can flip them upside down by exploding. Oh, yeah. Hit their tender underbelly. Yep. <laughs> Just give them a little tickle. Tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> uh, the, the, there was an article that the creator of this game, or the producer of Zelda, is saying that this is kind of how they're going to make Zelda games from now on. It's got to be. You can't go back. Oh. Unless it's handheld. I'm guessing if they do. And I don't even know. Because the DS is kind of gone now. I yeah. think Switch is the it handheld. It is the DS, yeah. So... Mm. And I, I played this handheld, so... Yeah, so did I, pretty much. That was all big screen. <laughs> How was it, like, with the bow and arrow, like, aiming with on the the controller? Oh, it's easy. It's just like playing any other game with the pro controller. And just twist okay, with the joysticks, up, down. Dual dual I found it to be a little bit more, more difficult. It felt just like, well, you have an Xbox, right? Yeah. Playing things in first-person shooters. Yeah, it was no different than that. Oh, okay. I think it's much easier. That's it? Oh, the sequel. Yeah, we've talked enough about yeah. that. But we kind of talked about the the sequel on our E3 episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Just like, is, it a, is it a whole new story? Not, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we don't really know what it is. They haven't really gave us any information. I know. That's why I love this whole lore, because the one thing we don't know about besides the tapestry is what happened 10,000 years ago. And yes. this the sequel is showing... Link wearing that stuff because if you look at that link in it, he's got the yellow hand holding the master sword, and he's got a green thing over his tunic, the blue one. He's got green and blue and a glowing hand. And I, when I first saw it, I'm like, that's not what I look like. So they they were hinting at the second game. So that's why is it going to be time travel? Where are we going to go? And that's why I know they put Skyward Sword out because I have a feeling it's going to go back to the beginning. And yeah, with the whole Skyloft and everything, because it's the same angels or the goddess Hylia. Pray, um, yeah, the things yeah you pray. everything oh, yeah. is like all the same as that. So I think it's going to, I don't know. I'm super excited for it. Hmm. See Ganondorf. It's a mystery. Because that Calamity Ganon, I just remember playing the game like it didn't feel complete. I'm like, that's not Ganon. That's just glowing shit. Yeah. That's not like a full person. <laughs> I'm like, there's got to be something uh, yeah, more to this. Uh, it's yeah, he's kind of disappointing because it's just like you can't really see its face or its features or really get an idea of what it exactly yeah. is. It's just a it's big, big old pink spider. black mess. Yeah. Yeah. Like something out of Alien. Spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes out of its egg sack. Spider cannon. But yeah, I'm super excited. Hopefully, it's got some time travel. You can go back to Skyward Sword or like because a lot of the games. 
Ocarina of Time especially it has that one has time travel but then the other games have or uh where you go to like light world dark world so it's like kind of hopping back and forth between these two worlds mm-hmm. so if they they could add some sort of element yeah, like I, that yeah i have a feeling they might because the one thing that a lot of people are saying and i kind of agree with the one thing out of this entire zelda series or this game that has been in every other game is the Triforce, and it is missing from this mm-hmm. game. Besides, it looks like Zelda yeah, wields all the full power of the Triforce because it doesn't say Ganon's got the power one, and Link, it just says he's courageous, but his hand doesn't glow. Every game, have it the, shows it yeah, on his hand. That's probably why his hand was yellow, so he needs the Triforce to completely eradicate Ganon. So I think that's where that could come into play because that was noticeably absent in this game. And that kind of irritated me. I'm like, where's the Triforce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the symbol is there in like on the wall and yeah. stuff. But yeah. yeah, it's never really mentioned. Well, hmm. Also, if you watch the capture memories, yeah, the 13th one had it, her hand. When she was shooting yeah. or stopping Ganon or the guardians. Mm-hmm. She must've used it all up to hold him back for a hundred years. Probably. Fun game. So Check fun. it out if you haven't. <laughs> so many years old. It still holds up. I mean, we just played it. Played it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and uh, I guess one last question. I saw a headline. I didn't read the article because, I mean, that's how millennials do. Uh, it said, <laughs> uh, is Breath of the Wild the least replayable Zelda game? Hell what? no. <laughs> <laughs> what clickbait because there's different strategies you could take with it they exactly could... that's what i thought i was like if this was if i was on a if i could only play one game for the rest of my life it would probably be this game because there's so many things i could do that i yeah. still have yet to do in so many areas like and just starting over from the beginning this a couple of years later after beating it has been so mm-hmm. much fun so it's, it's been like great no it's definitely replayable that's hilarious. And the DLCs are look look pretty fun. They're chal- and, they're yeah. challenging. Like hard mode, um I'll probably be doing that. Or ma- master mode or whatever. Master mode. Those new shrines are pretty tough. They are. Some of them. They are. Ooh. So if you needed guide before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So until next time. Until next time. Drink, drink up, up and geek, geek out. out. Geek out. Geek out.